Hey, good morning. Matt Major, Matt Major Show. Live with you on Twitch on this uh, Wednesday morning. I always got to, like, try to figure out what day it is with this this whole, like, lockdown slash work from home. I, I honestly don't know what day it is half the time. Doing the show actually helps me figure out what day it is, so... That's cool, right? Uh, we got a lot of crazy things to talk about. We're going to get into um, what's happening down in Texas. It's gotten pretty cold down there. And uh, they sure as hell weren't prepared for it. We're going to get into that. There's a lot of, also a lot of bullshit claims that are being made about that. And uh, we're going to de debunk some of those. Also... Our man, uh, Andrew Cuomo, I don't know if he's our man, he's he's kind of like a take-it-or-leave-it kind of guy, you know? Sometimes sometimes he's all right, sometimes he does some good, many other times, not so much. Um, we're going to be talking about his, again, proposals for legalizing marijuana in the state of New York. He's promised this. What, three years in a row now? But maybe this year. We'll get into that. It'll be fun. Um, quick update on a few things. Yesterday, I went on that epic rant on the, uh, the whole signing up for a vaccine process here in Onondaga County. Uh, I do want to report that while spending the day hammering on the New York State, again, not the county website, the one where you can actually get appointments, um, I was able to slip in and I grabbed one that was a little sooner than I had originally scheduled. So so that's cool. I've made a little progress there. Um, to the folks trying to get one or in the same boat as me where you got hung out to dry, and now, by the way, the, the regular scheduling is... It's into like the middle of April now. Um, but if you keep trying, you will get people that canceled. Uh, also, I'm noticing towards the end of the day, there's a lot of, uh, not a lot, but towards the end of the day, you will start to see some some blips. And when I say blip, you know, sometimes it's there and then it's gone. Uh, but there's some appointments that people canceled that day. So if you can potentially run right out the door, you hit refresh, you hit refresh, you hit refresh. Uh, like I said, later in the afternoon, you could potentially go get one the same day. I don't know. I'm um, looking at my my screen here and my, my Twitch data says I'm not sending... A stable stream, but OBS says otherwise. So um, if you if the stream is doing weird things or something, let me know in the chat. Um, I don't I don't know what that's all about. That's not something that typically happens. Um, shout out to Joe Jack, already in the chat already this morning. I fucking love you guys. I got to tell you that I I really appreciate you guys checking in and and listening to the show. 
Um, we're getting a lot of podcast downloads, which is awesome. And hopefully we're growing this, this Twitch thing. Um, I am seeing more and more people. I'm getting more and more views, and I think that's cool. Uh, it's going to take a while before we have a, a huge audience here on Twitch, and I know that. But uh, that just makes me appreciate you guys that are along for the ride to start with even more. Um, and also, thank you guys. It, it sounds like everything is coming through on the stream, and it looks like it is to me. I just I don't understand why it's it's telling me unstable on the Twitch stream. But OBS, I got zero drop frames, sixty frames a second, blasting out to you. Um, it should be good. I am trying something slightly different this morning on Twitch. We are today in the talk shows and podcasts category, as opposed to the just chatting. Just chatting is much bigger, and I, I think technically it qualifies. Twitch really wants you to be in the right category, and, and an argument can be made for either one, but this is definitely a talk show and podcast, um, so I'm trying that category. The, the thing about that category is it's not as popular, but that also means it's not as competitive. So maybe, just maybe, uh, we have the potential to be organically discovered a little easier on that channel or category, I guess you would say, here on Twitch. We'll see what happens. Um, speaking of here on Twitch, you might don't forget us when you're fa yeah, Joe of all people. Joe is the f most famous guy in Central New York, and uh, he's gonna talk about me. But um, speaking of Twitch, if if you caught the other day, I did a little test of something that I'm calling the data feed. And basically what this is, is I'm going to have a stream going when the show isn't live that is, I guess the best way to describe it is similar to like the old headline news. Um, it's basically a fully automated rotating screen that's going to give you news headlines, stock prices, crypto prices. It's going to feature articles and, and um, things that we do here on 315 Live, but it's just going to be a, a steady rotating uh, deal. And it's my hope that we can put that out there. That'll be kind of interesting. Um, what we might do is some of the inventory data as well. Like if you're on Twitch, you'll notice there's some streams that are nothing but a, a data feed of when video cards are in stock, when PS5s are in stock. Um, we might add some of that content. Unlike some of the channels that you see now, there's there's channels that do crypto, there's channels that do stock tickers and, and things like this. But it's it's usually just one of those things, right? It's just crypto, it's just stock. We're going to have kind of a rotating screen. There'll be some weather information, there'll be the stock, there'll be... So hopefully it's it'll be kind of a, a good source of information that you can flip on, leave in the background. Um, as of right now, I don't plan on putting a lot of audio to it. Um, so it is something you could leave in the background. I'm, I'm toying with the idea of using some like, uh, either nature sounds or ambient, you know, elevator music, piano music, that type of shit. Uh, we'll see. But I think that's going to be a cool thing. And I think that hopefully, uh, we'll draw some attention to the channel, get some followers. So when we go live with the show, we get some more eyes on the show. I don't know. It's a, it's a growth strategy that we're trying. And that's, you know, the one thing that we're going to do here on the Matt Major Show and on this channel is not just 
get into me ranting about politics and vaccines, but also show what I what I do for a living, uh, which is content creation and uh, you know technical services for for streamers and content creators and brands. Um, there will be some also watch me work streams. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I just I got to get a project that um, doesn't have too much sensitive customer information, and I'm just going to basically flip on the screen stream. I'll explain what I'm doing, you know, give you a little tutorial, but really just kind of let you hang out as I work. I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitch doing that in different professions. I think it's kind of cool, um, and I think also it would create some value when I can show how I do some of these things for content and things like this that people can do for their own situation. Jack and Mo cooking show in the chat. He said, did you see where 500 appointments for Onondaga County went in like eight minutes? I did. This was funny. Um, you know, yesterday after all that, that rant of mine, I get, I get an alert on my phone from CNY Central, the local news deal. It says, uh, all these appointments opened up as of 10 a.m. I didn't see the alert till like 10.15. I hit it. Just to see what would happen. Sure enough, it brings me to that same county page that I was bitching about yesterday. The one with the red link that doesn't do anything for you. And, of course, all the appointments were already gone. So, um, Jack says they went in eight minutes. Not shocking to me. Uh, bravo to all the people that were on that wrong page. Like I was all day previously. And, uh... Happened to catch that eight minutes and get an appointment. I guess it, it did finally pay off for you. I guess you can't say there's no appointments through the county site, right? There was 500 for like a million people. But what are you going to do? I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Texas. You know, they say everything is bigger in Texas. I think that even goes true for the crises. So what's going on there is pretty crazy. It's the South, right? It's where the birds go in the wintertime to stay warm. It's where your parents go in the wintertime to stay warm. It's where all these people that are, are leaving New York, they're fleeing down south because they're sick of the snow. Can't blame them. Unfortunately, we live in a time of great climate change. And that has caused snow and ice storms in the state of Texas. But of course, you know, climate change, reality, that has no place in the state of Texas which is a libertarian uh, uh, stronghold, I guess you would say. Um, before we get into all this, I wanted to give you just a, a quick like, overview of what the hell is going on. Um, and I think Chris here from MSNBC had one of the better explanations. Let's listen have been pumping lies into our fellow citizens for decades. And they've been doing it on a bunch of topics. 
One of the issues where they have pioneered what has now become the big lie is climate. We are tonight experiencing a massive weather emergency in this country. Record-setting low temperatures, lots of areas, particularly across the South, not used to serious winter weather getting absolutely buried under snow. This is Jackson, Mississippi, which is covered in snow, sleet, and ice right now. The situation is so bad in Arkansas that 100 National Guard troops have been deployed to help clear car accidents and look for stranded drivers. And there is snow. Can I just say that that's cool. And why I say that, uh, when I was a younger man, I used to live for going out with my buddies. At the time, I had a four-wheel drive pickup truck. We're going full redneck here. But it was absolutely my favorite pastime to go out in snowstorms and help pull people out of ditches and shit. I think that's, that's the best work you could possibly do on a cold day. Oh, on the beach in Galveston, Texas. Now, this weather event is causing all sorts of cascading effects, among the worst being major widespread power outages. Over 4 million people woke up without power in Texas today. Galveston's city manager estimated this afternoon that 90 to 95% of homes in his city have not had power for well over 36 hours. That's insane. No power means no heat. And with temperatures in the teens across many exactly, parts of the Joe. state, Millions have been left freezing in their homes, many trying to get into warming centers just to thaw out for a little while. Warming centers. Can you imagine that? I mean, here we are in New York State. We deal with this stuff all the time. We've never heard of a warming center. That's insane. I mean, obviously, I understand the need, but just that, that whole concept. We saw just before sunrise what it looked like inside. It was beyond capacity here at the Family Life Center in Euless. So many people uh, were in this building that they actually had to turn folks away. What are you doing to stay warm? Nothing, because there's no power. What can we do? I'm just waiting layer after layer. Sandra Maria was firing up her fire pit in her front yard. She says with the extra heat, it feels warmer outside than inside her house. Up the street. I mean, that's, that's horrible. At the same time, like, these folks in Texas, like, camping, right? I, here's the thing. I want to, I, I should have said this to begin with. I want folks to know that I take zero, zero pleasure in this. This is not awesome. There are people suffering and literally freezing to death. Um, so when I harp on these things, or if I make cracks, A, I heal with humor, I make cracks about literally everything. But also I'm pointing out how we got here and, and criticizing that. I am absolutely not making light or taking pleasure in the misfortune of the great citizens of this state who are just stuck to deal with the, the shit that they're dealt with. We found Billy Cuffer in his car parked in his own driveway. Hey, we ain't had this in, I don't, it's been many years, and I'm, I'm 74 years old. And that's the thing, too, is, uh, you know, get in your car, right? Your car doesn't need electricity. But there's a limited amount of gas, and then you got to be careful. If you're running your car, make sure it's not in the garage, and make sure that the snow is not packed around the exhaust, so you're just breathing the exhaust because you just go to sleep, and that's the end.
And uh, that's not that's not the way to go. Be careful, my friends. This is an awful situation. It's driven by a complex confluence of factors from extreme weather in an era of climate change to an electric infrastructure that's been woefully underdeveloped to the idiosyncrasies of Texas aggressively deregulated and independent energy markets. But of course, Fox News and other Republicans saw some kind of suffering, some kind of problem somewhere, and immediately, without missing a beat, right away, tried to turn it into a culture war, in this case, against those damn hippie liberals and their clean energy. Before we get into this, Artie says, we got sent home in the blizzard of 96, spent all day digging cars out at face. That was the best snow day in the history of growing up. Because when we went to school at, what, 7.30, a.m., it was just normal. And by like 10 a.m., they shut down the schools because the, the snow just had picked up that aggressively. And you couldn't see the cars in the school parking lot. They were completely, completely covered. It was incredible. Um, I remember spending that day just trying to get home, right? Because, we, you know, we walk home and you'd help dig people out or you'd, uh, you know, get a little snowball fight with the friends. It was quite an adventure. It was, it was the best snow day ever. Watching people climb up on the roofs of their cars in the student parking lot and then do backflips just into the snow into what is basically the road that had piled up. That's how high the snow was. It was it's a good time. The blackouts that are in Texas are being made worse by the failure of wind turbines, many freezing in the icy weather, cutting output in half. And it's So this is a key point, um, and pay attention to this, because this is the claim you're going to see everywhere. This is the claim that the right wing is making everywhere. I... Everything's got to be political, right? Everything's got to be fucking... This is AOC's fault. This is literally what these folks on the right are, are claiming. The Green New Deal did this. There is no Green New fucking deal. Joe Biden does not support the Green New Deal. Joe Biden is not implementing the Green New Deal. And it sure as fuck has not come to libertarian, deregulated Texas. But specifically this claim about wind turbines... Let's let's just listen to them talk. It's raising questions about the Lone Star State's increasing reliance on renewable energy. Now, folks, this is all more proof that green energy just is not ready for prime time. You get sub-freezing temperatures and wind and solar just don't work for power. If this Green New Deal goes forward the way that the uh, Biden administration appears to want it to. The Biden, appear, the Biden administration does not appear to want the Green New Deal. The Biden administration has blatantly said they are against the Green New Deal. So enough with that, Rick fucking Perry, former Secretary of Energy, who didn't know what that department did when he got the fucking job. Then we'll have more events like we've had in Texas all across the country. These wind farms that are frozen, they're an eyesore. They're not efficient. Uh, they're not delivering the energy that we want. The windmills failed like the silly fashion accessories they are, and people in Texas died. No. 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 Again, Chris explains. Silly fashion ex accessories. Now, keep in mind, 
When California was suffering from blackouts last year, Texas Republicans, from yeah. Ted Cruz to Dan Patrick... Artie says, crazy how the windmills aren't causing these issues in Alaska. Exactly. They use these all over the world in Arctic temperatures. And people will say, well, the problem is those ones are those ones are made. Those ones have, like, heaters designed for the cold. The Texas ones aren't designed for the cold. Spoiler alert, as you're about to find out, the ones in Texas haven't fucking failed. That's just a total fabrication. And Ken Paxton were pushing out gloating tweets about how backwards liberal California is. But imagine, imagine how stupid you would have to think your audience is, the contempt you would have to hold them in to look into the camera and try to sell them on the idea that windmills don't work when it's cold. <laughs> After Texas, <laughs> Iowa is the state with the most wind power in the country. If you've never been to Iowa in the winter, I can tell you from personal experience, it gets pretty cold in Iowa, right? chilly. Denmark gets nearly half of its energy from wind power. Also, I don't know if you've looked this up, anyone over on Fox News, but Denmark, very <laughs> cold place in the winter. You don't have to take my word for it, of course. We have the data from Texas. This is the now, good Texas part. has their own energy grid, okay? It is run by an organization called the Electric Reliability Council. Can you hear the snowplow driving by out front of my house right now? That is, that wasn't like a sound effect. That was just organically perfect. Council of Texas or ERCOT, a senior director of ERCOT telling Bloomberg today. I if I had a better fucking mic, you wouldn't be able to hear that. Quote, while ice has forced some wind turbines to shut down, just as a brutal cold wave drives record electricity demand, that's been the least significant factor in the blackouts. The main factors have been frozen instruments at natural gas, coal, and even nuclear facilities, as well as limited supplies of natural gas. Let that sink in. The turbines have not failed. The failure has come from the fossil fuel equipment. This stuff was not made for these temperatures. Again, the criticism that they, uh, again, right-wing projection, right? The actual problem with the fossil fuel-generated power is what they're projecting on to the windmills. It's wild. Meanwhile, uh, Chris is going to tell you what the windmills are actually doing in Texas. Natural gas pressure, in particular, is one reason power is coming back slower than expected. Wind shutdowns accounted for less than 13% of the total outages, and wind generation has actually exceeded the grid operator's daily forecast through the weekend. Do you see that? Right there. Take that. Here, let me fucking screenshot that right now and share that with all your Fox News, right-wing, anti-Green New Deal friends who are telling you that wind power is killing people in Texas because it all froze and shut down and the state depends on it. Literally none of those statements are true. Wind power is exceeding output. Exceeding. That means more than they expected, which is the opposite of less. And just if you want to put this whole piece together for folks that watch Fox News and clearly don't understand. Did you get all that? Okay, that's the people that run the Texas grid. Wind power outages are, quote, the least significant factor in the blackouts, and the main factors are frozen instruments 
at natural gas, coal, and even nuclear facilities. It is just a lie that wind turbines. The gauges freeze. The valves freeze. You know, there's so many parts, especially when you think about natural gas, that move it around and get it to where it needs to be. But wind is the problem. Green energy are the root causes of the problems in Texas right now. It is a lie like Donald Trump won the election, a lie like there was widespread voter fraud, a lie pumped into millions shit. of people's brains as they watch TV. And let's be clear, this is probably as consequential a lie as any about the election because energy and how we produce it is the single biggest issue this country will face in the medium term. I mean, this stuff is complicated. Let's be clear here, right? Everyone takes the power grid for granted, unless you work on it for a living. Power it's grid. among the most arcane areas of public policy. It's not like sparking great debate on cable news. But then a few times a year, something like this happens and we all this moment. The irony is this is one of the places that America sort of shines. We have one of the better power grids in the world, which is also why people are so shook when the thing does fail. Um, but again, let's look at why is it failing in Texas? Obviously, this weather event is doesn't only know Texas's borders. Why are we mostly only talking about Texas and the power in Texas? Oh, it's probably because totally deregulated Texas separated their grid from the rest of the country. They didn't want anything to do with any of the federal regulations or the federal, uh, you know, overhead that comes with exchanging power, being part of the grids that the rest of the country is. So they've created their own segregated, they've, they've almost seceded in a way from the rest of the country in terms of their power grid. And look what happened. We remember the power grid is the foundation of modern civilization. It is also the key to overcoming climate change. Republicans and right-wing media, they want to take every policy issue and turn it into some painful culture war idiocy. And there's an interest to do it. The fossil fuel companies it want really this too, right? Here. They want to turn it into some culture war idiocy about the libs don't want you to have power. But we have an opportunity. We have a choice collectively as a country. We don't have to have politics about where we get our energy divided along the lines of abortion or, or policing. There's no reason for that to be connected. We can create a modern energy infrastructure that is more resilient to climate change and also cheaper and also serves people better and also can withstand extreme weather events and also doesn't heat the planet until we are in dire straits. We can do all that. In fact, there's lots of great news happening on the front. But the biggest obstacle will be these charlatans who will take every opportunity to lie to people for profit and for power. He's really just knocking out of the park right here. Um, the 2020 presidential election was about... All right, enough of that. You know, the issue here, I, I, this, we, we see this in so many things, and it drives me... Out of my fucking mind. There are some things there's no reason for it to be political. The environment is one of them. You know, the Green, they hate the green New Deal. The Green New Deal creates millions of jobs. It makes your air 
and your water. By the way, things humans need to exist makes them better. It lowers your energy cost. You know, we still see people bitching about the light bulbs, right? Oh, I can't get them old-fashioned light bulbs. I got to buy these LED ones that last 10 times longer and save me exponentially more money. Fucking liberals. How dare they help me? It don't make no fucking sense. Like, what? Unfortunately, it boils down to we've come to the point to where it's such a team sport that if I on the left like it, you have to be against it if you want to call yourself somebody on the right. If I say, hey, we need clean air, you say, fuck you. Fuck you, Tony. It's incredible. Joe says, I hate the team sports mentality in politics. Yeah, that's that's the biggest problem. That's why the founding fathers, and they were far from perfect, but they warned us against a two-party system for this exact reason. There's supposed to be more options. There's supposed to be more voices in the conversation. Not two sides of the same coin, which is the biggest problem of all of them. Different as they may be, they both cause problems. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, more on this Texas insanity. And, and if you want a really good example of what I'm talking about, how this radical, ridiculous, libertarian right wing. It's a partic- Texas is a particular flavor of right wing. They really favor the the libertarian side, the uh, the folks that are, I guess you would say, radically anti-government, right? They, they don't believe government should do anything except the military, which is weird, but it's, it's the, unfortunately, common popular uh, opinion mindset in this weird state. And that brings us to Colorado City, Texas. It's confusing because it is in Texas, but it's called Colorado City. Uh, It's a small town. It had a mayor by the name of Tom Boyd. And to be honest, I thought his name was Tim Boyd. Is this article? It is Tim Boyd. The fucking local news fucked his name up. Anyway, um... You're probably not going to be able to read this on the screen. But I want to show you this rant that this gentleman, and I use the term loosely, posted to the Facebook. Keep in mind, this man was, and we'll get into that, a mayor in Texas in the middle of this crisis. Let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. You know, you know some good shit's going to come when this is how you open it. A warning, I'm going to be a huge dick. Like, okay, this, this should be good, right? No one owes you, are your family anything. I'm just going to let it go. 
nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. Um, um, okay. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. We're like a we're like a third of the way into this. And already I'm thinking that like if I lived in this town, my game plan to keep my family warm and safe would be to go to that guy's house and probably light it on fire for heat. I don't know. I don't advocate arson, please. Speaking of great hyperbole. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because your lazy is a direct result of your raising. There's the, I should send this guy a, a Matt Measure your t-shirt, which, by the way, you can get on the merchlink.com slash Matt Measure. <laughs> Just preface everything within Minecraft to avoid a TOS. Yes. Yes, we're, we're speaking about Minecraft. Only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like these. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that few will work and others will become dependent for handouts. The socialist government in the state of Texas. Of which he was a part of the government. Socialist government. Am I sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water? Yes! What a good guy. But I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it for themselves. How the fuck are you capable of generating electricity for yourself? Are we supposed to have, like, human hamster wheels in our basements? They don't have basements in Texas, but you get my point. Bottom line, hold on, we have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. The entire fucking state is a sheet of ice. Literally everyone right now are those in need. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't be a part of problem. Be a part of the solution. A guy like that talking about the solution? That's some scary shit all on its own. But this is the mind, this is the thing. This lunatic asshole isn't all that unique. He got elected. Keep in mind. Here's the other thing. He quit. There's not a lot of details on him quitting. Uh, there's not... Uh, he claims that he quit right before he made this statement. Nobody can seem to verify that. There's a good chance that he quit after. But the funniest part about this whole thing 
is this asshole that's talking about personal responsibility and doing things. Quit. He literally dropped all responsibility. Said, fuck you guys. You're on your own. Which is the ultimate libertarian mindset. But it's funny when you actually get into government. I, I just, I can't. So, there is more. After he quit, which, by the way, let me, can I just say first and foremost, what's really funny is I can't find a good picture of this guy. This guy was a mayor, an elected mayor of a town. I cannot find a professional headshot anywhere. There is one photograph that looks like a news news agency found on somebody's Facebook that's low resolution and blurry. It's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to lie. Um, so there's a follow-up post. Let's see if we can get that on your screen. Eventually I'll know where to fucking click. All I have set back, I have set back. I have sat back and watched all this escalating and have tried to keep my mouth shut. No the fuck you haven't. First of all, Tim, keeping your mouth shut is not even remotely close to what has happened here. But anyway, I won't deny for one minute what I said in my post this morning. So we've gone from my trying to keep my mouth shut to my post this morning. Cool. Uh, believe me when I say many of the things were taken out of context. Out of context. Some of which were said without putting much thought into it. There was no thought put into anything you've ever said, sir. Including this statement that was almost definitely at least revised by someone else. As indicated by the, you know, actual paragraphs and punctuation. I would never want to hurt the elderly or anyone that is in true need of help to be left to fend for themselves. Again, entire state. There's no, like, picking and choosing. There's no you made your fucking bed. Other than they made the mistake of living in Texas. But they bought and paid for their electric service. In their free market economy, they've paid the bill. Still confused how you can make this their fault, but sure. They made it fucking ice. I was only making the statement that those folks that are too lazy to get up and fend for themselves but are capable should not be dealt a handout. How the fuck? What What do you... Like, I don't even understand this. He's acting like there's there's like an incoming army. And it would be up to you to defend yourself. I, like, I don't... None of this makes any sense. It's a fucking storm. It affects everybody who lives there, not by their choice. I... This is... This is wild to me. And again, I highlight this. Because this lunacy is prevalent in this state. It's not unique. It's why the state is so fucked. It's because guys like this hold elected office. And most of them don't go the route like this guy did. He did us the favor of quitting and putting this shit out there to highlight this for this exact reason. Most don't 
don't do us that favor. I'm not going to read every word of this, but the anger and harassment that you have caused my wife and family is so undeserved. I'm, I'm going to put my money on the wife is the one who wrote this statement. Just throwing that out there. But my wife was laid off of her job based off the association people gave to her and the business she worked for. She's a very good person, and she was only defending me. There is no one who defended or could defend that previous post and also be considered a good person. That's that, that, that those pieces don't fucking fit together. Sorry. But to have her get fired from her job over things I said out of context is so horrible. I admit there are things that are said all the time that I don't agree with, but I would never harass you or your family to your point that they would lose their livelihood, such as their form of income. I won't harass you into losing your job. I'll just tell you as the mayor that our town is not going to help you in a natural disaster. Because that's better. This guy's taking the high road. I always love, always love, how these guys can be the biggest pricks on the planet and walk around with the attitude of, no, you're the asshole. It's, it's really almost impressive the way these guys do this shit. I ask that each of you understand I never meant to speak for the city of Colorado or Mitchell County. I was speaking as a citizen as I am not the mayor anymore. I apologize for the wording and ask you that you please not harass myself or my family anymore. Get fucked. Threatening our lives with comments and messages is a horrible thing to have to wonder about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, almost as horrible as wondering if you're going to freeze to death because your politicians won't help you get some fucking electricity in an ice storm. I won't share any of those messages from those names as I feel they know who they are, and I hope after they see this, they will retract the hurtful things that they have said. Fucking snowflake. This is... He's a fucking quitter. This guy talked all this shit, won his election, stood on his radical libertarian individualism principles, and when his job got just a tiny bit challenging, he said, fuck you guys, I'm out. That's leadership right there, my friends. Holy shit. That's all I can say. Um, I, I, I did have a clip of Tucker Carlson ignorantly talking about this going on, about the windmills. I, I think we've beat that horse, though. Like, we get it. It's bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, let's talk about weed in New York. Hold on, I got a graphic for this. Nope, not that one. There it is. Will Cuomo deliver on his legal weed promises this time? Here's why we say this time. This is an article, by the way. This isn't just some random picture of weed. 
Spectrum News. It's been in the budget, or it's been in the budget, it's been in the conversation, in the agenda, in the platform of Governor Cuomo now for, I feel like this is at least the third, possibly the fourth year in a row. We've been told that legal marijuana, uh, or for, I guess you would say for recreational use, it's technically legal for medical use in one of the worst medical programs in the United States, but they're talking about opening it up like they should. Full recreational. Adults can go purchase. Wonderful. Again, we've done this for a couple of years. Seems like it's something the governor wants to do, even though he was originally years ago opposed to this. At the same time, it also seems like he hadn't put up much of a fight when the reefer madness right-wing politicians and sheriff's association sheriffs should have nothing to do with making laws just throwing that out there uh went on this literal reefer madness publicity campaign citing every debunked idiotic anti-pot claim you've ever heard in your life and they managed to to win with it or at least hold this back. Now we're in a crisis, right? Now it's like, yeah, we we need this fucking weed money. And King Andy here thinks that maybe we can finally get it done and get it done in the budget, which would be done by the end of March. So I guess we'll know soon whether or not we're finally getting it. One of the big uh, points from both activists and politicians alike is how we're going to spend this money and how we're going to make amends for this horrible policy in the past. What do I mean by that? This war on drugs, specifically marijuana, has ruined lives, has ruined families, and it has disproportionately affected black communities. That's an undeniable fact. There's not many people who do deny that other than the straight-up racists who just have no desire to admit any racism actually exists ever in this country. But the the deal is, so we're going to generate all this weed money. Activists and, and really any logical thinking person goes, how the fuck is this fair that this is now a profitable business, legitimate business for white guys in, in Wall Street to invest in? Meanwhile, the black communities have been decimated and imprisoned for the same type of thing and very valid point so the idea is of course cut them in let them in on uh you know some of this revenue and there's different ways to do that the proposal in new york that cuomo was talking about um would spend a hundred million dollars in revenue in a social equity fund this of course is not new money this is money that comes from selling legal weed uh, and they want to take a hundred million of it uh, I'm assuming a year hope a year and boost these communities affected by past drug laws how they're going to do that is they're going to provide funding to qualified nonprofit groups that provide job support adult education mental health housing community banking that's an interesting one and nutrition services among other areas 
Uh, Cuomo says, as we work to reimagine, rebuild, and reopen New York, we're taking every opportunity to address and correct the decades of institutional wrongs to build back better than ever before. Democrats are really running with that Joe Biden build back better, aren't they? It's kind of funny. This is all good in theory. And this is Matt speaking, not reading from the article. This is all good in theory. If it comes to be. The concern, well, there's a few concerns, right? The first concern is whether or not it would even happen. Whether we'll finally get this passed in New York. The vast majority of New Yorkers want it. It's it's just, it's all around popular. And so, you know, will we get it? Will it happen at all? I don't know. If it does, and then we have this program, now we need to worry about a little bit, how is that administered? I am all for working with nonprofits and funding them. A lot of them do great work. This is a lot of the best ways that state can get some of these social programs and projects going is funding community action agencies and qualified nonprofits. I'm for that. But it does create an opportunity for corruption. And in that, what I mean is there are a lot of nonprofits that are, uh, I guess, nonprofit in terms of the organization. But the people running it, making massive salaries, finding ways to get bonuses, finding ways to get all kinds of things for themselves, sucking up state and government money, those things are, are real. They happen. They're all over the place. They're not exactly a scam, right? Because they generally deliver some part of the, the service that the state is trying to offer, that the state is trying to fund. But... You know, they skim off millions, again, for themselves, for their salaries, for their facilities, for their equipment, for their cars. These things happen, unfortunately. So, you know, when we talk about we're going to throw $100 million into these organizations to help communities, we really need to make sure that there's some sort of check to make sure that that actually happens. And also, there's a laundry list. You know, job support, adult education... Housing support, laundry list of things. How do we prioritize them and how do we make sure that we're actually putting the money into the ones that actually help and not the ones that are the flashiest? And, you know, I, I don't know what that might be. It might be mental health. Mental health is a huge thing. They might say, well, we're, we're going to spend the majority of this $100 million on mental health solutions for these communities. And, you know, it's a matter of pushing some new bullshit mental health program that they dreamed up that is more about making the profit than actually solving the problem. You know, those types of things could happen. So be aware of that. At the same time, I personally feel like challenges uh, aside, this is obviously something that New York needs from a revenue standpoint, from a justice standpoint. No one should be imprisoned for a plant that can't kill you. And, you know, you can look deep in the history of the prohibition of marijuana. It's far more political. You know, we talked about the beginning of the show, making everything political that shouldn't be. This never should have been. 
This became a political issue. This became an issue driven by big money interests to drive you away from this natural plant that you can grow in your window and drive you into a laundry list of very expensive products that they want to sell you. It's so much bullshit in so many of these things. Um, so making progress towards ending that bullshit, that's good. But we must be careful, and we must keep an eye on these things. Like I said, you know, New York implemented their medical program a few years back. Worst medical program in the state, in the country, rather. If folks want to open a, a legal dispensary under this program, they have to put up tens of thousands of dollars in just an application fee that you are not guaranteed to get back if they deny you. So when we talk about, like, poor communities and communities that have been most affected, when you first think about how do you help them when we legalize this shit, well, first of all, you, get, you let them run the business, right? Because first and foremost, they have. They know how. They know the business. It's now legal. Let them do it on the books. To me, that's one of the easiest and best ways to go. But people in poor communities don't have tens of thousands of dollars to put up in the hopes of just being allowed to open your store. Think about opening a business of any other sort. You got to pay for a location. You got to pay for signage. You got to pay for insurance and legal. And of course, inventory and employee. There's huge startup costs. And then they're going to add a $10,000, $20,000 fee for you to apply just to find out if you could even spend all that money to open the business. It's fucking ludicrous. And if that's the type of thing we have for legal weed, when it becomes full recreational, that's going to be a problem. You should be able to, once legalized, open up your legal dispensary. And, of course, there can be regulations. You can force ID checking and, and things just like you do in bars, just like you do in, in adult bookstores. But we need to make sure that when these things go through, they are genuinely designed to help people. And that's, I guess, the end of my pot legalization point for the day. Uh, I've got a bunch of stories now. I got two days worth that are backing up. We'll see what we get into tomorrow. Um, I have not booked guests for this week. As I said yesterday, I was having some computer problems. Knock on wood, I think we got it all taken care of. Uh, we've been smooth now, but I, you know, I really didn't want to uh, invite folks on and have a bad experience, have them get cut off. I'm very appreciative of other people's time, and I, I want to make sure, at least for the audience, if we get cut off, I can post something. You can watch it afterwards. Somebody takes the time to get up early, do an interview with me, and gets cut off. I don't want to do that. So, um, Please like, follow, and subscribe on Twitch, on YouTube, on Facebook, everywhere. Because that, that is the biggest thing you can do to help me on top of sharing. Please tell people, hey, I listened to the Matt Major show. Hey, he did this topic and... Um, you know, all these various topics are cut, not even in the whole episode, but they're cut into slices for the various stories and the segments. 
If there's a segment of this show that you really enjoyed today, it would mean the world to me if you clicked share on it and told people about that. So maybe they check out the live show or the podcast after the fact. That that means the world to me. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, you can help me out. You can give me Jeff Bezos's money. You can subscribe on Twitch with your Prime subscription. You get a month subscription to the Twitch channel. It helps me out. Costs you nothing. Please do that. That would be that would be awesome. Uh, we will see you tomorrow, eight a.m. Right back here on twitch.tv slash Matt Major. Of course, the home base of the show, 315live.fm slash Matt Major. That's the place to go. It's got the links to all those things I mentioned. The podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Twitch, our Discord, which I don't use extensively, but I, I hope to, and it's up and running, and you can join it and get in on the fun now. So uh, do that. And I don't know. Talk to you tomorrow, my friends.